0: From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Now make sure you say saying my name right. It's LaTown. See, I talk about the things other people are scared to talk about, what they're afraid to say. When I walk into the building, you know what they whisper to each other? Be <laughs> careful. Now you tell me, you want those pretty lies, or you ready for the ugly truth? Let's get it. This is Robert Latow with BlackSportsOnline.com and you're listening to or you're watching the Ugly Truth Podcast. That's why I don't tell you the pretty lies. I tell you the ugly truth about what's going on in the world of sports, entertainment, music, politics, and whatever's on your mind. Today, we're talking about NFL hiring practices. A lot of the new hires in the NFL and the coaching ranks has caused a lot of discussion on social media, uh, regular media, between fans. And the discussion is: are the hiring practices in the NFL fair? Specifically, are they fair to minority candidates? Is the Rooney rule still working? Should it be abolished? It's a lot of back and forth between media, fans, MAGA, and others. And I thought I should let you know a little bit of inside information about what really goes on when an NFL team decides to hire a head coaching candidate, and if they if it's fair. To the minority candidates that are out there. But first we gotta go back, way back, way, 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 way back. For people to understand this, this truth, this ugly truth. Hiring practices in the United States of America, where I'm from, where you're from, and you know, my international people, I don't know how it is in your country, but in the United States of America, hiring practices have never been fair to minorities. Now in 2019, it's better than it was in 2009, better than it was in 1989, better than it was in 1959, better than it was in 1859, but it's still bad. Now, the question is, why? Why are hiring practices so bad in the United States? Well, first off, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, The first one's racism. I know that makes some people uncomfortable, but a lot of people that are in charge of the hiring, are racist. Even if, they, even if they're not hardcore racist, uh, there's still prejudice and stereotypes that are out there that make the hiring practices not equal. Specifically, for a very long time in the NFL, blackhead coaches were thought to be not intelligent enough to be head coaches in the NFL. Not intelligent enough to be offensive or defensive coordinators. Not intelligent enough to even be quarterbacks in the NFL. Now these are stereotypes that have been over the course of centuries built up in our society. And that goes, not just with the NFL, that goes if you're trying to get a job at IBM. If the person that's hiring you has prejudice, has stereotypes, is a hardcore racist, then it's not going to be equal if you guys have equal qualifications. Now, the second reason, you know, that's a pretty blunt reason, but the second reason that hiring practices are not equal in this country is the majority of the people that are doing the hiring are white. So right off the bat, it's not gonna be equal. And I tell you why. Even if you're not racist, even if you're not prejudiced, even if you're not someone that has a lot of stereotypes in your brain, if it comes down to two candidates and they're equal in every single way, human nature says that you will pick the person that reminds you most of yourself. Now, that goes for pretty much all races and genders and things of that nature. Now, when you put that equation into the fact that the majority of the people that are doing the hiring are white, then you can see how there can't truly be equality. And the real problem is, it's not when the candidates are equal to when the candidates are not equal, and that white person still gets the job. Not because of merit, but because the person just feels more comfortable with someone that looks like them. Someone that their experiences are the same. That's just human nature. So that's why you need diversity within HR, within the people that are hiring. I always suggest, in my mind, that... Instead of one person being in charge of the hiring, then maybe it's a small group of three, a woman, a minority, a white person, whatever. And it has to be a consensus on a candidate. That way it kind of helps if all three of you can come together from three different perspectives. I know that's not always possible, but I think that's something that should be out there. So how does all this equate to the NFL? Well, we got to start from the top and then go down to really understand what's going on. All of the owners are white. I think except one. the, The Jags owner. And they're not just white.
1: They're old white. So when I say that, that's not... I'm not calling them all racist. I'm not saying
0: that they don't do that. I'm saying that at some point in their lives, these guys were teenagers
1: before the civil rights movement so there are certain things that are ingrained in them from the beginning and i don't think they have a problem
0: with black players because that's a different type of stereotype a black player is athletic and black people have always been seen as more athletic than intellectual it's not an issue with the black players So, that's the first thing. So, up top, the person that's making the decision, the head coach, I know there's only a a few black GMs, the GMs, excuse me, not the head coach, the owner, the GMs, are mostly
1: old white men. So, it's going to be hard to get diversity right there. Now, with that being said, with that being said,
0: there have been pockets of time within the NFL where there's been a good amount of Black and minority head coaches, which means that the hiring practices have gotten better and the opportunities have gotten better. So you do want to give the NFL credit for that. They've gotten better over time with that.
1: I'm not, the Rooney rule in and of itself, the way it's supposed to work, I like the way it's supposed to work. The
0: way that some owners circumvent it, I don't like. I mean, the Rooney rule was so that you at least get, you know, a minority candidate to apply for a job and you, you give them a fresh shake. But some teams just use it as we have to do it. So we just get any black guy. I think one time they some team interviewed, wasn't a janitor, you know, but let's just say he was low down on the coaching total pole just to get it out the way. He had no chance for the job. That's that's not being sincere. Now, if you want to hire somebody and you know that you want to hire them, like you know, the Raiders knew they wanted to hire John Gruden and nobody else, then you know, just do
1: it. Don't, don't embarrass and make a mockery of the rule. Now, here's the real issue as I see it. Here's the real hiring issue that needs to be
0: addressed within the NFL. At first, let me say, I have no issues with Cliff Kingsbury, Adam Gase, or anybody that gets a job. You got a family to feed, you know, somebody's offering it to you. Of course you're going to take it. Why would I be mad at you about that? Somebody offered me a million dollars right now, I'd take it, even if I didn't deserve it. (laughs) Of course I'm going to take it. So I have no issues with the Cliff Kingsbury's or the Adam Gates. I'm not going to sit up here and yell and say Cliff Kingsbury is is better off being on the Bachelor than the Arizona Cardinals head coach. I'm not going to say that. I can't predict the future. You don't know what's going to happen. For all I know, Cliff Kingsbury is the next Bill Belichick. Nobody knows. At worst, maybe they want him to be the next Sean McVay. You don't know. I remember I thought Doug Peterson was a horrible Choice for the Eagles, he won Super Bowl. So you you never know. So the the critique is not with the coaches themselves. Here's the problem. Here's the problem that the NFL needs to address. Black head coaches get opportunities. Hugh Jackson obviously got an opportunity. Went like one in 907. But, you know, he, he got some time. Marvin Lewis was the head coach for a very long period of time. We've seen black coaches get opportunities. The issue arises when the black coach loses his job as opposed to when the white coach loses his job. Adam Gase, and like I said, not knocking him. If the Jets want to give him money, take it. Why not? You don't want to be out of work. Who wants to be unemployed?
1: But Adam Gates did nothing to deserve an immediate second chance. Nothing. Nothing at all. Just because, you know, to be honest, he's white and Peyton Manning likes him.
0: That's it. That's it. There's no, you know, yes, Todd Bowles is a defensive guy. Adam Gates is an offensive guy. But fundamentally speaking, they both were pretty average at best at their jobs. Would Todd Bowles ever get another opportunity? Thankfully, he can get an opportunity as a coordinator, but is he ever going to get another
1: opportunity as a head coach? Unlikely. Steve Wilkes, one year, one year, and he's out. One year and he's out, and then they hired Cliff Kingsbury, who didn't even have a winning record at Texas Tech, who claimed the
0: fame as Patrick Mahomes, but with Patrick had Patrick Mahomes for three years and couldn't only made the one bowl
1: game. Was at USC for 27 seconds. You give one guy one year, and then you hire
0: a totally, not an unknown guy, but a guy that just hasn't been successful. Like, the optics of that is pretty bad. Will Steve Wills get another shot? Not immediately,
1: if ever. Vance Joseph, will he get another shot? Don't know. Because when you're black
0: and you get these opportunities, it's almost as if they're saying, look, here's your opportunity. But you only get one. I always talk about being black
1: and your margin of error is so smaller when you're a black person in this society.
0: You can't fail up as a black person in this society. And
1: if you make a mistake... It can basically haunt you, you know, forever. Think about Donald Trump. All the things that
0: Donald Trump has done as a white man and he still was able to become the president, still is the president right now. Now, I want you to think about President Obama. And I don't want you to think about President Obama if you thought he was a good president or a bad president or how he led the country. I just want you to think that if President Obama, first off, had any type of history... The way Donald Trump had his history would even have been close to winning the presidency. And let's say that he did somehow amazingly win the presidency with that type of track record. Do you think the things that Donald Trump has done, the things that have come out about Donald Trump, if they came out about President Obama, that they wouldn't have impeached him by now? It's a margin of error. And this is not just with the NFL. This is life. This is like if it's one thing I could tell, I wish I could get. Well, it's like it, I shouldn't have to explain it or get them to understand. But as a white person, you know the white people that are like hey, get over racism, y'all is race card and blah blah blah. I just wish they would understand what it's
1: like to not have a margin of error. To. Have all of this leeway to be able to make mistakes and still come back from them and fail up. A lot of times for black people, there's no coming back. You
0: know, there's no if you rape somebody, you get three months and your record you expunged. It, that's it's, it doesn't work like that for black people. And so for these coaches in the NFL, if they're black, yeah, they can get another job. You know, coordinate a job, but they have to go all the way back down to the bottom, the bottom of the pile, where the white coaches can get fired for mediocrity and get a job
1: immediately. That's what we call white privilege. And once again, it's not a problem with the coaches. But that's the owners. The owners I always say this about media, too. If you notice, media loves certain guys. Well,
0: a lot of white media wish, are male groupies, and they wish they were athletes. So they see Ben Roethlisberger, and they kiss
1: up to him like Peter King. He's a lapdog to him because he's in awe of them. He's the guy he wants to go drinking with. That's the same
0: thing with the NFL owners. They see someone like Cliff Kingsbury, and it's like, he looks like he should be a head coach. That's it. He looks like he should be a head coach. He's an offensive genius. You know, a lot of offensive geniuses doesn't mean you can be a head coach. There's much more that goes into it than that. So do I feel like the NFL is intentionally doing this? You know, they're they're shady, but I don't know if it's intentional. I just think that it's old white guys that will give certain opportunities, but it's kind of a one-shot deal. Maybe a two-shot deal, but you're not, you're not going to be like, can you imagine if a black coach did what Josh McDaniels did? Accepted a job, had, you know, had people, f- hired people, and then just bailed out. Josh McDaniels is still a hot head coaching candidate and still will be a head coach whenever he decides that he wants to be a head coach. That doesn't happen with black coaches. So this is a uh, Societal issue. It's a societal problem. And I always like to end it with this, is that, and I, I tell people this, and I mean this with all sincerity, and I don't try to tell it to people that are racist, because they're racist, doesn't matter what they say. But if you're really someone with an open mind, I think you should know this. Black people don't want anything extra. Don't want anything given to us or handed to us. What we want is just to be treated the same, same opportunities, same merit, just everything. If a cop pulled you over, if I was going fifty, if I was going fifty five in a forty, and you were going, you're a white guy, and you was going fifty five in a forty, I would hope that the police, the same police officer pulls us over in the same day. I would want and hope that that police officer would treat us exactly the same, exactly the same. We'll feel exactly the same if he saw me, if he saw you, and. You can't comfortably say that's the truth. Even if I, and this is, this is just, just being real, as I, as a college graduate, a business owner, someone that pays his taxes, you know, no crime, you know, unless you count those tickets I had back in the day, you know, no violent crimes, no felonies, don't smoke, don't do drugs, don't barely drink. And it could be a white guy that has a sawed-off shotgun in his trunk. And we get pulled over to say, are we going to be treated? The same. If I go on to do an interview at a job, well, I don't have to, but you know what I'm saying. If I go on to do an interview at a job, college graduate, you know, experience, all of this stuff, the same as you. Um, and, you know, and my name is not Robert. It's you know, you know, uh,
1: you know, Ramon Rodriguez or whatever. Am I gonna be treated the same? If I'm an attractive black woman, and or just a black woman in general. I'll be treated the same as a white woman in similar situations. Will that be equal? That's what we want. That's what we deserve. That's what everybody deserves. Everybody deserves that. Everybody deserves when they get
0: looked at to be looked at the same. Actions should dictate how you feel about somebody. There's assholes in every race. White assholes, black assholes, Mexican assholes, Asian assholes, women assholes, men assholes, transgender assholes, gay assholes. The action,
1: though, is what should cause that, not the orientation, not the race, not the gender. So with the NFL, that's all you're asking for. Like I, said, I never wish anybody do that. I hope Cliff Kingsbury does
0: well. Adam Gase, you know, all the, the, the Broncos guy, Vic, was it Faggio? but well, everybody succeed. It's just a microcosm of our society that, you know, if you're black and you know you don't immediately win, that you're very much on a tight rope. If Cliff Kingsbury goes four and twelve next year, he goes Three and thirteen. Are they going to fire? I think you know the answer to that. You can follow the ugly truth on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook Black Sports Online, Instagram BSO TV, and the site BlackSportsOnline.com. I appreciate you listening, watching. I'm out.